Hello, my friend. This is Clyde. Bad girl got a break. Hebrews 11 verse 31 says, By faith the prostitute Rahab, because she welcomed the spies, was not killed with those who were unbelieving. Sex sells. I'm not telling you anything that you don't know. It is all over the landscape of human history. It has brought on kingdoms. It has been the hidden deal breaker in diplomacy. It has been the source of income. It has been the price to get to what is considered a better life. It has been exploited and misused from the beginning of time until now. Today it is, is wrapped and repackaged, but it is still what it is. It is the dark and shameful, but highly sought after commodity, despite its destructive element. Enough said. But let us visit one of the baddest girls in the Bible, Rahab by name. Let us look again at her story. There is prostitution, and then there is high-class prostitution. Rahab was one of the higher-level prostitutes. A few things point to her notoriety and social standing. The king of Jericho knew of her, or at least he knew of her so that when he got intel that some spies from the desert walkers on the other side of the wall were in his city hiding at Rahab's house, he did not have to use GPS to find her place of business. His men knew exactly where to go. Oh, one other clue, at least for me. It cannot be denied. Rahab's house was one of the houses on the city wall. Now, mind you, the walls were wide enough for chariots to ride on top of them. So this businesswoman had property on the wall. That gave her advantage to see and know who came and who left the city. Good for business. <laughs> that must have been strategic for her line of work. But have you ever wondered why the two spies went and entered the high-rise brothel owned and operated by Rahab? Spies are smart, and I reckoned they figured that she would be the most helpful in getting crucial information. Well, as it turns out, that although she was a commercial sex engineer, she was shrewd. Mm -hmm. She was very sharp. By the time the king's investigators came to her house in search of the spies who were allegedly at her place of business, she acknowledged that two men came to her place, but she claimed not to know where they came from and that they had left not just her place, but the city. But she assured the men that with effort they could catch up with the strangers. But you know that that is not true, right? She had hid the spies outside the attic on the roof. With the investigators gone, Rahab was at least going to let the men stay in her place for the night. But this is where the real Rahab emerged. I hardly think Rahab went into prostitution for fun. She did it for a living. She needed money to take care of her family, and this was guaranteed incomes in, income in times of good and times of bad. Well, if you stop and think about it, it takes smarts to survive in such a cruel and competitive world. And Rahab, without surprise, had the art of negotiation, you know, to strike a deal that would be in her favor. She had a frank and open conversation with the spies, and yes, she knew where they came from. I suspect as a prostitute who lived in a house on the wall, she had clients from inside and outside the city walls, and a lot of politics and business issues were discussed in her place of business. 
Rahab knew about the powerful God of the spies, and she told them that everybody in the city were terrified at these nomads as they approach a city, not because of them, but because of their God, and based on the extraordinary things that God had done for them for 40 years while they were going through the desert. Hmm. So Rahab was ready to strike a deal. We all know that your God is going to give you our city. And since I just saved you from being arrested, you have to promise me tonight that you will spare me and my entire family when you come in. Promise? The spies were fair. They promised to honor her request if she got her whole family in the house and if she tied a scarlet ribbon and hung it in her window. All the papers were drawn up and signed, and before dawn, she directed them out of the city back to their desert people. Now, let us talk business. Would you have thought of doing business with a prostitute? Could you trust her to cover you when the soldiers came looking for you? Besides, this is a woman of ill repute. She makes a living from one of the most abominable sin that God condemned, and all good Hebrew men abhorred. In fact, one of the Hebrew laws said that such women were to be stoned to death. It was one thing that these men chose her to be their source of intel, but she became the star of the show. This prostitute, this woman who loved her family and had heard about God, figured out that the God of these people who've been marching in the desert for 40 years is the most powerful God. Rahab came to one critical moment in her life that demanded a decision, and in one move, she chose to side with the people who were led by this great God, negotiated for her family's safety, and in the process, turned away from her profession. We call her smart. God called it faith. Rahab not only made the great hall of faith, but she turned around, got married to one of the Hebrew men who conquered her city, and listen to this, she made it in as one of the ancestors of Jesus. Yes, she did. What does this tell you? God is not partial. She was not dead, and so she had a chance to repent and turn her life around. She believed in their God, the one true God. Many of her fellow citizens did not, and they perished, but Rahab survived. God can turn around the worst of us around for his glory. This is one bad girl who got a break.